Hello, my name is Christian Wagner, and I'm the Militant Thomist. So today we are going to be talking about the Sacrament of Matrimony. This is our last video on specifically the sacraments, but I will have a bonus episode next. And uh, while usually I would uh, leave that for patrons only, I will be releasing this to everybody just because of how much I absolutely love this topic, which is going to be the uh, the sacraments as leading to not, not, not only giving grace, but leading to glory. So uh, I... That's just a topic I love. So if you appreciate the fact that I'm giving you that bonus episode, then uh, please become a patron at patreon.com slash But we'll get right into it after this brief ad break. That is not the ad break. Join my Patreon at patreon.com slash militantomist. You get access to more articles and videos. And if you'd like to help in another way, buy a Militant Thomas mug. Lastly, you can buy a book from Militant Thomas Press. See options below. Also, if you prefer audio, check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Join the Discord to get involved. And if you're a patron, you can access other Discord channels. Also, destroy that like and subscribe button and comment to annihilate that algorithm. Lastly, this show is brought to you by Fluent Greek. I'm sure you've forgotten your seminary Greek and need to get it back or just want to learn Greek to read sacred scripture in its original language. That's why Fluent Greek is here. Using modern pedagogical techniques, it has set it up so that you are reading Greek from the very beginning and learn Greek how you're supposed to learn it through reading Greek. It sorts the New Testament by verse from easiest to hardest and then gives space repetition of these verses so that you can read Greek as soon as possible. Even better, it is only 15 bucks a month to use. But if you use the code militant, you can get 20% off and help the show. Go to fluentgreek.com to learn more. And the link is in the description. Okay, thank you for uh, watching that brief ad. And uh, just one quick note, uh, with Fluent Greek, amazing resource, uh, the URL is... Um, fluentgreeknt.com, not fluentgreek.com. So uh, make sure you sign up there if you want to actually learn Greek in the right way and not waste your money. So let's get right into it. I'll add it to the stream, get myself down there. Okay, so matrimony. Matrimony is the seventh sacrament. Again, we have seven videos before this. So uh, make sure you go to the playlist uh, that's labeled just sacraments. So um to go over that or introduction to the sacraments or whatever I label it. So it is a sign of the union between Christ and the church. So this is very important. So there is a preexistent union before matrimony was ever instituted, which is that union, which uh, our Lord has with his church in eternity and in eternal love. This is also prefigured in the uh, union between Israel and Yahweh. So this, um, this sacrament of matrimony is that tangible sign which is given to us whereby we may, when we look at it, see how much Christ loves the church. See how much uh, by seeing the husband love his wife and the wife submit to the husband. So we see Christ love the church and the church submit to Christ. So that that is that tangible uh, sign which we see, see. And I could talk about that all day, but uh, let's get into uh, Let's get into something else. So the efficient cause of matrimony is the mutual consent expressed in words effective in the present by the parties. So the efficient cause. So that is the, um, again, the efficient cause. Uh, if you think about Aristotle's four causes, uh, let's say you have a, uh, a chair. The efficient cause would be the, uh, the person who is making the chair. So also what is formative of matrimony is the not the uh, words of the priest or of the deacon, but it actually is the mutual consent that they have. And this is expressed in words. So those words are the form. And there's not a specific form, but uh, it's usually um, has to do with the I do. And then um, it is in the present by the parties. So 
you can't uh, before the fact you you can't say I will uh, marry you, and after the fact you can't say I did marry you. It has to be in the present, which I don't know why anybody would uh, not do it in the present. But apparently, there's something which uh, which came up about that. Okay, so matri- matrimony has a threefold good. So there's three reasons why this is done. So the first is the birth of children and the educating of them to the worship of God. Very important, essential, absolutely essential to the good of matrimony is the birth of children. In in a Catholic marriage, there is no option that you get just uh what are those the anti-natalists that have come around nowadays absolutely a disgusting ideology that there can be marriage separated from the intent to uh to have children and again i said the intent there are certain cases where people can't have children and that doesn't invalidate the marriage at all that would just be a um a detriment and uh, we recognize that that's not a good thing uh, not that it's morally evil, but it's just uh, from a certain uh, unnatural defect. And it's a, it's a sad thing when, when people can't have children, but it's not a moral evil and it doesn't dissolve the union. But we have the intent and the, uh, the ordering towards the birth of children. Children are very important to, uh, to a Catholic marriage. That's one of the three goods. So the second is that fidelity, which one must render to the other. So lifelong fidelity to the other and notice that this is actually by saint thomas and classically the uh the fidelity between the couples the uh the relationship between those two are in subjection to that first good which is the birth of children so i think that is a complete um reversal of kind of the uh modern way of thinking about marriage marriage is primarily uh for that end of uh, birthing children who are educated for the worship of god it is for the making of catholics that is the the end and the good because if you if you think about it particularly uh, when it comes to the remember we talked about in the first video that marriage and orders are for the good of the polis it's for the good of the uh, society the uh, the making of Catholics is for the good of the society of Holy Mother Church um, more so than the uh, fidelity which is rendered uh, by each. That is a uh, good that's personal and individual, not necessarily a good that's um, common and uh, political in the sense of a community or communitive, I guess you could say. And the third is that it is a sacrament or in other words, the indivisibility of matrimony, which shows forth the indivisible union of Christ in this church. Matrimony is indivisible. That is... um, that is one of its goods it is indivisible that is again something which is highly controversial in a country with a 50 percent divorce rate you don't just break apart matrimony matrimony survives unlike unlike marriage which natural there's a distinction made in catholic theology between natural marriage which uh which is a good which is enjoyed by catholics and non-catholics alike and then also that good of matrimony which is uh, enjoyed by only Catholics. And it's also enjoyed by uh, by non-Catholic Christians, too, to, to clarify. So with marriage, that actually uh, can be dissolved um, in certain very specific cases, um, which, which are only done um, if you have abandonment or, or something of, of, of that sort, or you can have, uh, yeah. But uh, when it comes to matrimony, which is a sacramental marriage, that is indivisible. That is completely indivisible. That is, you 
you are bound to your spouse, whether you like it or not, by matrimony till one of you die. And that's when it is uh, dissolved. So concerning matrimony, there are a number of errors. The first is of Tatian, who condemned marriage. And again, such it is written, if thou take a wife, thou hast not sinned. So there's certain uh, rigorists in the early church, and I can't really think of any nowadays that would say something like this. But there's certain rigorists who said that marriage was a bad and that everybody should remain um, in the state of virginity and not be married. But obviously, this is false from sacred scripture, who speaks of marriage as a great good. The second is that of uh, Jovinian, who made marriage equal to virginity. So uh, in Catholic theology, um, there are certain um, supernatural uh, but common goods. So those supernatural but common goods of grace, such as matrimony, are um, are those things which are completely licit, completely good. Um, but then there are those things which are uh, better, called the uh, evangelical uh, law and those things which uh, go beyond so uh, that something like that would be um, virginity because virginity um, is sort of a prefiguring of uh, of the way in which we'll be in eternity which is not married so uh, when it comes to virginity we would say that well marriage certainly is a is a good it's a wonderful good but uh, virginity is uh, actually a higher good it goes beyond um, marriage so the third is that of the Nicolatier, who mutually exchanged their wives, and obviously that's horrible. There were also many other heretics who taught and worked in purities, and against which are the words of St. Paul, marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. So again, um, marriage for a Catholic is not an anything-goes sort of thing, but uh, I won't go into much detail about that. You can read Alphonsus Liguori or many other resources when it comes to uh licit relations within marriage. Uh, I don't think this is the appropriate uh, time to cover those things. And I don't think I'm the appropriate person to cover those things. So uh, thank you for uh, hanging out with me this afternoon and, uh, and watching this video. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. I rarely remember to tell you to hit the notification bell, but it's very important with uh, getting my future videos. And uh, if you really enjoy it, uh, become a patron and do penance for the kingdom of God is at hand.